Sacred Space. So, welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley. Uh, thank you again for staying with us this morning. And as promised, um, joining me to uh, let us know a little bit more about Troker this morning, uh, it's a pleasure for me to introduce to our listeners uh, Karen Casey, who's a volunteer manager with Troker. Good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, John. Thanks very much. And thanks for having me on the show this morning. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we do have Troker on a number of times uh, during the year, if we can. But it's nice to have somebody else on like yourself, maybe giving us a little bit different slant in terms of volunteering and so on and so forth. But you might just remind our listeners again, uh, Karen, like, who are Troker and what do they do? Sure, no problem at all. Um, so I suppose Trokra is the overseas development agency of the Catholic Church. Um, and we are coming into our 45th year now in existence. Okay. And we would have been set up back in 1973 by the bishops of Ireland. And we were set up at the time, I suppose, as a Lenten fund, if you like, um, in response to terrible flooding in Bangladesh at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose fast forward 45 years now and we're working in over 20 countries and that would be across Africa, Asia, the Middle East and Central America. And in most countries where we are working and, and certainly in, in the 20 or we say 17 countries anyway, we would have offices and we would have staff based in those offices. In countries where we don't have what's called a country office, we would work through a network called Caritas Internationalis, which mm-hmm. is a network of about 190 Catholic development agencies. And so, for example, when the typhoon hit um, in the Philippines a couple of years ago, people might remember, Trocra doesn't have an office in the Philippines, mm-hmm. but through our sister agency, Caritas Philippines, we were able to obviously uh, direct all of the, the, the funds that the Irish public so generously donated to Trocra and we were able to work through our sister agency to make sure that that money was used for the, 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 the right work with the right people in the Philippines at that time. Okay, okay. So, um, just on to the point that we want to address this morning, the Limit Diocese is involved with yourself, I believe, in, in, in um, introducing a Trocra volunteer or parish volunteer programme. How's that um, that's going right, John, and, and this is a, a really exciting development for uh, Trokra. And I suppose just following on from the, 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 the point there about offices around the world, mm-hmm. we also have a number of offices in Ireland. And, you know, sometimes one can forget that we also have a programme of work in Ireland. And that programme of work is very much about raising awareness of the work we do overseas and, of course, you know, raising funds from, from the Irish people for that work. Mm-hmm. But the raising awareness part of it is, is where the, volun- the parish volunteer programme resides. Um, so it would be all about, you know, engaging with a key audience for us, which is obviously church. Um, and going back maybe, uh, probably back to 2015, um, which was where this idea of a parish volunteer programme came from, and it actually wasn't us that came up with it. It was actually two different dioceses around the country at the time who had experienced Trocra staff working with them during our Lenten campaign. And the feedback that we got was, like, don't just go now that Lent is over. Like, we'd like to continue this 
relationship and this deeper engagement about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and the impact that it's having. And those two dioceses were Kerry and Armagh. So we started to pilot this notion of parish volunteers um, raising awareness about Throker's work. So very simply, practical ways of, in a parish, highlighting the work that we were doing, the impact that that work was having, and thanking parishioners for their support of Throker. So in terms of the parish volunteer programme, it's not coming from a place of fundraising. We do that in a different way, you know, in different campaigns. This was very much about telling the story of those voiceless people overseas. So then fast forward, we'll say, into last year, 2017, and we looked to the Diocese of Cloyne, um, because Bishop William Crean, um, who's the Bishop of Cloyne, is also the chair of Thropra. And then um, we got wind that the Diocese of Limerick had come out of its synod, uh, had developed a diocesan pastoral plan, and one of the themes in the pastoral plan was around social justice. So we started to talk to some of the team there in the um, Pastoral Centre, the Limerick Diocesan Pastoral Centre, the likes of Noreen Lynch, Rose O'Connor, and Father Derek Leonard. And they obviously took it to Bishop Ehi, and he was very interested in this notion of a a parish volunteer initiative with Trokra, and saw it really connecting with uh, the Diocese of Limerick and the Pastoral Plan. So, it's about to start now, is it, or has it already started? So, it's already started in that we put a call out. So, there was a, back at the end of September of last year, there was a big diocesan assembly in the Castle mm-hmm. Park Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I went along, and there was about 300 people in the room, and, and I, I, I set out my stall, if you like. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, very easy to do as well when you're a Limerick person yourself, as I am. I'm originally from Croom in County Limerick. Good. Um, and uh, very warm audience. And, and, you know, we started it from there. Yeah, okay. And we put the call out to parishes and to and via parish and pastoral area councils that we had this parish volunteer programme. Uh, it was very light touch and not too demanding time-wise or too onerous on people if they wanted to get involved and that we would invite volunteers to come together perhaps three times a year to hear about our work, to be informed and to be inspired. And then at those sessions, we would provide them with very practical ways to support Stroker's work in, in parishes, to help us raise awareness. And we had our first gathering at the end of November last year. Mm-hmm. And we had about a cohort of about 10 um, interested individuals turned up, and um, they we, we talked about what it was all about and about our work and then we did a very simple task in the run up to Christmas because we at Christmas time we have our gifts campaign and all we asked them to do was put out some leaflets maybe in their church or in their local parish centre put up some posters mm-hmm. and that's simply all, all they had to do so now we're coming up to our biggest um, I suppose public engagement and fundraising campaign which is, is the Troker Lenten campaign and People are very familiar, obviously, with the Trokera box, and lots of people have grown up with it, including myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, we ha- have put a call out again through various parish and diocesan channels, and obviously me speaking on on your radio programme now this morning, you know, is, 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 is one of those channels as well, mm-hmm. to invite, um, obviously, the people that turned up at the end of November. I've been in touch with those people. And anybody else at this stage, it's never too late to get involved in something like this. 
And we have another gathering on the 30th of January, 7 o'clock, in the Woodlands Hotel in Adair. Again, I'm sure well known to, to a lot of your listeners. And we're going to bring people together. And it's, 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 it's like a come and see, if you like. Um, and the existing people who are with us in November, they're going to come back as well. And we'll talk about um, our Lenten campaign for 2018. Our focus country is Sierra Leone. Um, people may recall, obviously, the Ebola crisis back in 2014, but more recently then the, la- the landslide, the mud landslide that hit the capital, Freetown, yeah. uh, back in August of 2017. So we're working, our, our focus family this year is a, is a family whose house was demolished, their entire livelihood wiped out when that mudslide hit. And they were only, they were, they were in the 20% that survived that mudslide and it's all about rebuilding lives after that after Ebola etc so we'll be talking to the parish volunteers about that mm-hmm. um, and we will be sharing with them again very practical easy ways that they can highlight the, the Trocra's Lenten campaign in their parish um, from, from Ash Wednesday which, which as we know is the 14th of February and you know it, it's great that, um, that 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 the support is coming from you guys in Trocra, and no doubt even around the pastoral area or parish that there'll be support. But I suppose some people might be listening to the program and thinking, maybe I'm not good enough. So, what, what sort of skills or qualities do I need to have to to be able to help out in this area? Beyond just which, yeah, and that's a really good question. Um, you know, I mean. We often get, um, we often hear the comments from, from people, um, you know, um, people in general, but people who are showing interest in our volunteer programme. Look, you know, I'm seeing what's happening on the news. I'm reading it in the newspaper. I'm hearing it on the radio. And I want to do, so, I want to help in some way. And sometimes those people will donate money and sometimes they want to do more than that. Mm. And sometimes people, you know, they don't have the money to donate, but they still want to help. They just want to feel they're making a difference. That's one of the biggest motivators. So, to be honest with you, if you're a person that just simply wants to do something, that is probably one of the best skills or the best qualities that you could bring to the volunteer program. Okay. And that you're coming just with that sense of, I, I want to help, I want to do something, you know, um, that desire, I suppose, to make a difference. Um, I mean, we would also then suggest that you know that you know you'd have a willing maybe willingness maybe to collaborate with others that might be in the 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 the, the parish and uh, for example if there's already a, a, a team in the parish that maybe for example looks after the sacred space mm. in the church mm. we're not suggesting that the troker parish volunteer comes in and takes over that mm. we're just simply suggesting that the troker parish volunteer would know that well mary do, and and johnny do mm. the sacred space mm. so in the run-up to Lent, I'm going to go and have a chat with them, mm. and I'm going to suggest maybe one of the at the one of the weekend masses during Lent, would we maybe put in a, um, a, a theme sacred space around Trocra and the work that they do? Um, and it's you know it's prompting, mm. and it's under, and that's the, the beauty of this with parish volunteers. They know and understand their own parish community mm. and the nuances and who does what and when, and it's just about you know helping you know, uh, raise awareness of Troker's work in the right way, mm. not us, you know, coming in and, and, and wanting to take over anyway, in any way because that is not what it is about at all. And I suppose the other thing I'd like to say to that as well is that, you know, and I've heard this as well about the parish volunteer programme, some people said, oh no, that wouldn't be for me now yeah. because I'm not going to stand up 
and talk in front of uh, a group mm. of people. Mm. And I'm not going to stand up with masks. And, you know, they'd rather chew their, their arm off, quite honestly, yeah. John. Yeah. You know, because some mm. people just don't like public speaking. And again, that is not something that we expect of people. Some people are very comfortable in that space. Mm-hmm. And it is something that they can do as part of their parish volunteering with us during Lent, if they so wish. But it's not an expectation from us that people would be standing up, you know, at Mass, you know, talking or, or anything like that. But certainly if somebody wants to, we'll support them and offer them the training to do that. Um, yeah, so we will have the existing people. We've, we've reached out to them and many of them can make it on the night, on the 30th. Um, and we're delighted that they'll make it along again. And um, But, you know, obviously we'd love to get some more um, people involved in the initiative in the Diocese of Limerick. And um, we're not, there's no expectation either on us that we're going to have, you know, somebody from every single parish across the diocese. That, I yeah. mean, if we had a cohort of about 20 parish volunteers in the Diocese of Limerick, because one. that number of people, you know, with, with clustering that goes on at parish level, you know, you'd have good representation across a, a number of, of parishes in that instance. I mean, I'm thinking of like Armagh and Cloyne um, you know, and Kerry, where we already have these groups up and running. I mean, you're talking an average of between 15 to 20 parish volunteers in a diocese. Um, and and the, the, what we try and aim for as well as we, as we grow and develop the programme in a diocese is, is that you would reach a point where you might have two or three in the one pastoral area. There's a buddy system there. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm, so mm. again, as I say, it's not per parish, but you might have maybe two or three per pastoral area, and they're just helping each other out. I, you know, I think it's a wonderful idea, especially for those people who, as you say from time to time, say, I'd love to do something else. I'd love to get involved somehow, yeah. but maybe there's little bits that I can get involved with and maybe there's bits that I can't. So I assume the next step for people to do is to turn up to the Woodlands, is it, at 7pm? Yeah, yeah, so the next step really is, you know, just for people, and particularly anybody listening to the programme this morning that's, you know, thinking, hmm, I, I kind of like the sound of that. Mm. You know, I'd like to hear a bit more about it. And, and by turning up on the 30th of January, you're not signing away your life or committing, you know, to anything. You're coming mm-hmm. along, it's come and see. You're coming along to, to see what it's all about. So to turn up at the Woodlands Hotel in Adair on the 30th of January, it's a Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'll have some tea and coffee for people when they arrive. And we'll talk to them about, you know, throw about the parish volunteer programme, but then very, very much about the upcoming Lenten campaign. I mean, if people want to, in advance of that, um, find out a little bit more, um, there's two contacts. There's myself um, at Throkra, uh, while I am a Limerick woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm based up in Maynooth in County Kildare in our in our head office. Um, and... Um, you know, any any kind of a, a search at all would 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 get you the the main contact number there for Trokra in Minute. Mm-hmm. Um, or alternatively, there is my 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 counterpart there in the Limerick Diocesan Pastoral Centre there on Denmark Street, Noreen Lynch. And Noreen, um, and Noreen would be very happy to to um, you know to, to 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 provide people with further information as well. And Noreen can be contacted on O six one. 400133. That's 061 400133. Northern Lynch in the Limit Day Austin Pastoral Centre. Listen, Karen, thanks a lot for coming on and, and sharing that with us this morning because I'm sure maybe it's something that some people might have been thinking about for quite some time, wasn't available. Now is the chance. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and I suppose that the last thing I'd like to say, John, is because, you know, I've heard this as well before. This, these are all lessons learned from the pilots and rolling out the programme in other dioceses. Mm. I mean, you know, th- people often associate Troker with, oh, they're looking for money, that's fundraising. Mm-hmm. And I can quite honestly say that this programme is not coming from a place of fundraising. It is coming from a place of raising awareness, informing people, demonstrating the impact of, uh, that we make overseas and thanking people for that support. Yes, if, if, if somebody here is a volunteer talking about their work and they're motivated to donate to us or to fundraise for us, that's absolutely fine. But we're not asking these parish volunteers to fundraise for us or to go around shaking buckets. We really want um, more people sharing our stories. You know, we're about over 100 staff in Ireland, but there's 60 of us work purely in the public engagement realm of our work. So that's 60 people for a country with, what, 5 million people in it. Mm. So the more parish volunteers we can have spreading the message, raising the awareness of our work, of course then, you know, the, the, the better it is, you know, for, for those vulnerable communities overseas that we're supporting. Karen, again, thanks a lot for coming on. Um, appreciate all the work. Thank you very much for having me, John. That sort of troll could do over the years on our behalf. Uh, and uh, keep up the good work. And hopefully some of us will see you on Tuesday evening. With that, That's brilliant, John. That's lovely. Thanks a lot now, Karen. God bless you now. Bye-bye Thank now. you. Bye-bye. So to finish off our second part of the programme this morning, uh, we have a p- piece of music. And this one is entitled... Um, Make me a channel of your peace. And this was actually um, the BBC Two's Choirist of the Year uh, piece of music. And it's two young people, Raphael Bellamy Place and Ishia Gooda. But it's a beautiful piece of music. Make me a channel of your peace. So let's say this. i
Sacred Space.